Germany's 2021 election orgy has started, with some tender caressing for the Greens and the SPD. The CDU and the AFD, meanwhile, must search their blackened souls to find favour with voters. Then, Meghan and Conrad ask what happened to all those far-right extremists in the military. They've probably all been tracked down and sent to prison by now. Hooray! Everything will be fine again now. Another episode of Megan's Megacan. I'm Megan. I'm here with Ex-Berliner Magazine and my lovely co-host, Conrad Ferner. Hello, Conrad. Hello. How are you today? Yeah, I'm okay. Me too. I think really <laughs> that is that's fairly solid for this point. Yeah, sort of not bad. Not bad. We'll that- see what we're saying next week because I'm giving spring one week to arrive. <laughs> And then that's it. <laughs> that is it. Did you get caught in the snow today? In the snow flurries? Um, I didn't actually. I got caught in some very cold wind and I'm done with it. <laughs> I've had enough. No, enough, enough of this. It's the combination of cold and ongoing pandemic with hundreds of people dying every day. Yeah. It can get you down. It really can. Like I did have this moment where I realised the numbers of people dying are still obviously like 250 people or whatever it is roughly a day is like still a lot of people were saying like they're going down because you know and you're like i've been checking the death toll daily (laughs) and this is not okay and i've had a pretty easy pandemic ride yeah i know it must be awful for a lot more people a lot more awful for a lot more people anyway we've still got booze Thank Christ. If they ever pull a South Africa on us, that is my number one fear. <laughs> They'll lock us down with no booze. <laughs> anyway, um, and excitingly, our mega hands this week are sponsored by Zumbumischen Dorf, which is our local. It's more local to me, but it's like yeah. our local as in the place we hang out all the time in, in peacetime. Yeah. It is a great bar. It's at Sanderstrasse. 11. So the lovely Gemma, who manages the Dorf amongst a few of its sister bars, which are dotted around Berlin, just wants to say to everybody that they are making lots of preparations and stuff and they're really waiting for the moment where they're going to be able to open their doors or at least their terraces to us all. So as soon as as, as humanly possible... I will be there, and I think everyone else should be too. I, I will definitely be there. So, I I had great times there. I had, I had a birthday party there once. It was amazing. I think outside of my flat and my places of work, that is the place I've spent most time in, <laughs> like the most hours in, in Berlin. And that is, like, I'm not joking. Like, that's that's just an actual statement of fact. So, yes. So in Böhmischendorf, Sanderstrasse 11, it's on the corner of Hobrechtstrasse, it's in Neukölln, it's great. Everyone who works there is lovely as well. I miss everyone. And I miss people who I only know because I see them in there all the time. I'm like, <laughs> are they okay? Like, is everyone all right? Anyway, so Gemma has... Sponsored us these... Yeah, and we've got Gemma's two favourite flavours, ah. which are the classic JD and Coke, in her words, where it all began. Gemma is also the one who coined the phrase mega can in a glass, to not, which is what a whiskey and Coke is. And also berry flavor, uh-huh. which I am doing in honor of Gemma because I think I've had berry before and I did not care for it. <laughs> but 
what Gemma wants, she will have. Well, I can have the Jerry, the berry flavor because I had a, a whiskey and coke last week, so I'm. Happy I'm to I can't remember. Berry ah, I think I don't know if I like berry or not because I think I remember we did it when I was really sick back in the time before where it would have been remotely socially acceptable for me to sit opposite you dosed with the cold which obviously i wouldn't do now because it's disgusting oh, so you think you associate berry and i just don't think with... i could taste it i think that was oh, the okay. issue but anyway which uh, one would you like i have the berry one all right all right i'm quite all excited right. for this well, one i haven't had an island jd and coke here, for a here's while here's to Gemma and the dwarf here's to Gemma and the dwarf i cannot wait for it to reopen oh, oh yeah god that's delicious Oh, yeah, I see what you mean about these. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> they take, it taste a bit like, um, well, I've only had one sip. Like well, a, take a, your second sip because okay. we know that the first sip is misleading. Do you remember tunes, those cough sweets, tunes? Oh, <laughs> oh, I'm really glad I don't have that one. <laughs> <laughs> tastes anyway. like an alcoholic version of tunes. Well, that sounds fine. Do they still make tunes? I don't know. I don't know, mate. Did they? <laughs> it was tunes and lockets. <laughs> lockets they definitely right. still make. With the honey in the side of them. Mm. But honey, it was, probably wasn't real honey. I think it was just goo. <laughs> okay. Anyway, anyway. <laughs> move let's, on from let's, our. Let's uh, move on from our mindless wittering. <laughs> um, perfect memory of sweets in the olden days. So <laughs> anyway, <exactly>. right. <laughs> Only last week there was two very important elections oh. in the Zupavalia Super Election Year, as we everyone's calling whoop, whoop. it. Now, that means there are there are six state elections and one federal election, as well as a few little local elections going on this year. Yeah, there's loads of them. And these are probably more important than other years because we know that Angela Merkel will not stand again for, for the CDU, so we will have a new chancellor for the first time since 2005. But the Jesus! Only the, it'll only be the fourth chancellor since, like, 1982. Like, Germany getting a new chancellor is, like... That's a big deal. Halley's Comet. And that's going to happen later this year. And it's all very exciting. This is why all these local elections are very exciting is because all the parties like want to build up momentum leading into the big one. Okay, okay. So So the state this... elections don't actually decide No. who is going to be chancellor, but they will they, they build up momentum and they decide who is going to be the government in these little in these different states. So it's kind of like a you know, because we would assume, even though it's not like the, the the state elections are not electing people into the Bundestag. No. They yeah. are, I would imagine, it would be unlikely if they did really, really well in a, in a state, in the state election, one party, and then yeah. absolutely tanked it in September yeah. in yeah. the general election. Okay. It's like, it's like it, they, they live off, they, they thrive off momentum, you know, these parties. And it's like, it is, when they, if they do well in a state election, then it looks good. And then... People like yeah. to vote for winners, you know. People really do like to vote for winners. It's basically just a big grand national. Yeah. We're at so here. So for some parties, it couldn't have been a better first election of the year. Who are our winners? Who is who is on the rise? So the... And I would like some... The two elections this last week were Baden-Württemberg and Rheinland-Pfalz or rheinland Palatinate. Palatinate, yes. As it's called. We and do like both... to use those English terms because it sounds like something from the footnotes yeah. of Lord of the Rings. <laughs> the first of those was especially good for the Green Party because they have already been in power in Baden-Württemberg for 10 years. Oh. And for the last five years, they were in a coalition with the CDU, mm-hmm. the Greens, under State Premier Winfried Kretschmann. Ah, yes. He's now 72. 
and that's too like, old but continue <laughs> and he's sort of like the german joe biden he's sort of oh, he's sort yes. of this guy who kind of this kind of avuncular friendly figure that everyone in baden-württemberg likes he's extremely popular there and you okay. get that a lot with these state premiers that they they're very popular in their own state even though their policies might not be that close to their own party I mean, there are, uh, there so he's a, just down there in a very conservative state in the south of Germany, which is known for its kind of conservatism. Yeah. He is in a green party, which is supposed yeah. to be a bit more progressive, but he's possibly just doing his own thing. And everyone's being like, yeah, yeah that's what we want. A 72 year old centrist <laughs> white man. More of this yeah. status quo, status quo. Yes. Yeah, Good. pretty much. Great. You've got Brilliant. put your finger on it there. And right. um, <laughs> he... <laughs> he's um yeah so and, and he won again and not only did he win again but the the greens actually uh, increased their vote share by 2.3 percent um well done and so they can that puts them in a really strong position in that state to choose who they want to go into coalition with so who's on the docket for that well they who's, could either who are the parties in the blind date chairs <laughs> on the other side of the the other side of the panel that would be a really well, good the, way of choosing coalition partners <laughs> Well, because um, the CD, the CDU is the first one, which would be like just continuing with the government that has been um, that they had already status quo, which we know we like. Yeah, possibly. and that is probably what Kretschmann will do. But he could, if he wanted, go into a a traffic light coalition. Oh, you told me this last week. Yeah. So that would be with the SPD and the uh, FDP. Yes, that would be a sort of slightly more centre lefty. Oh, coalition, so he, he, but not liberal. You know. And you have to, you have to, like, in a local level, all this politics is slightly different from a you know national level. So, and anyway, yeah. So the Greens doing very well. And did they also do well in in Rhineland-Pfalz? They did all right. Not they, not especially brilliantly, but they did fine. They did got nine point three percent there, increasing their vote share by four points. Whoa. Which is which is quite big, so they uh, almost doubled, but they only got like still only it was only still only nine point three percent. Okay. The winners in Rheinland-Pfalz was the also the incumbent state premier who was called Malu Dreyer of the SPD. Okay. Also popular in her own state, the SPD won again by thirty-five point seven percent to the CDU in twenty-seven point seven percent. Okay. But um, what was probably most significant was in both states, the CDU took more losses. An absolute. Battering. Yeah, possibly because of the corruption scandals that we were talking about last week. That did not go down well. Not It's not good to have a massive corruption scandal just a week before an election. And not even any corruption scandal. See this pandemic that's been driving you all full <laughs> mad for a year. These lads have made millions yeah. off those masks that you don't even want to put on your face and they've turned Megan into a scaly lizard. Exactly. Yeah. In, so in both elections, the CDU really felt that. And this has like really depressed them, and now they're they're all soul searching, and oh wow, a CDU, <laughs> this the soul searching of the CDU, oh god. And uh, there's like extra pressure on Armin Laschet, the newly elected leader of the CDU, oh, because he's, he's got to, to turn that. it around. He can't turn it around. The man, no, um, I don't think he's got. And it. within the CDU, CSU, the Conservative Coalition, they're still there yet to pick a chancellor candidate. So it's put like um, extra pressure. It's given. It's it, going to be Söder, isn't it? It's, yeah, it's given Söder, Markus Söder, the state premier of Bavaria, um, really a lot of like um, he's like okay, 
why don't you pick me? Because obviously no one's going to vote for anyone in the CDU. So yeah, so that's sort of like what, what all this means. The next state election is in Sachsen-Anhalt in June. And that was much more likely to be not so good for the Greens. Okay. it's an East German state and a lot of the East German states don't are not interested in the Green Party. They just historically hardly ever vote for them. And, okay. Um, so that will be like a real test to see whether, because, you know, in Baden-Württemberg, that, that was obvious that the Greens were going to win and everyone loves Kretschmann. But in Sachsen-Anhalt, don't know so much. And when is Sachsen-Anhalt? Sorry, it's if you've like just early, literally just told me, then I've, I didn't er, listen. Early June. And, okay, um, God, the way to go. Mind you, it'll probably be here. The way time is currently moving <laughs> in a fortnight, <laughs> as far as I can tell. Like, time has no fucking meaning anymore. Okay, yeah. I don't even like to ask, but what did our friends there after? Did they, am I throwing well, up into my mega can or am I drink, cautiously taking optimistic? Another swig, taking another swig of your mega uh, no, well, the AFD completely tanked. They'd lost even worse than the CDU. Whoop, whoop. They were the big losers of, of both elections. In, well, was... um, in Baden-Württemberg, they dropped to 9.7%. They were previously on about 15%. And in uh, Rheinland-Pfalz, they dropped down to 8.3%, also below 10%, and losing 4% percentage points. So they were the... In both places, they basically lost about a third of their voters, in, which, is a, which is a big deal. That is a big deal. Do you have any idea why... Like, what are people? Th- what what do people think might be the reason for this? Well, partly I can't really is, think by it. Partly is the reason why the <laughs> AFD did so well five years ago was it was two thousand sixteen, and that was the year of the German refugee crisis, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and there, there, there were loads and loads of um, refugees coming in from Syria yeah. and Afghanistan, and, and they really capitalised on that issue, and they that was the first they time they capitalised on people's latent racism yes and that was in those two states that was the first time they were ever up for election so they were like came they were coming from zero to um to 15 percent and this time around they don't have that issue anymore to uh, like there were also polls that were saying that people aren't that interested in the issue of immigration at the moment and what they have sort of spectacularly failed to do the afd because is to sort of capitalize on the anti coronavirus sentiment which actually started in Baden-Württemberg the Kreadenka this sort of lateral thinkers yeah. movement that movement started in Baden-Württemberg but the and there were AFD like supporters uh, amongst the protests yeah, there yeah. the AFD themselves they were being criticised for not going far enough by the by the Kreadenka Mm-hmm. and criticised by everyone else just because everyone thinks they're Nazis which <laughs> of course uh, yeah are. So, they, uh, yeah, they've done really... And also, they, they really blamed the Verfassungsschutz. Or they've blamed... The, the AFD said that it's because the Verfassungsschutz came out a few weeks ago saying that we are going to put the AFD under surveillance. And so they blamed the Verfassungsschutz on the fact that they're doing so badly in these elections. Yes, that's a staggering kind of sidestepping of any responsibility. <laughs> it was the Verfassungsschutz because they wanted to put us under surveillance because it just keeps coming out that so many of our members have really problematic links or history or whatever with Nazi yeah. organisations. It's their fault. It must be difficult. They are the sort of Jerry Adams I are having to just basically run a Nazi far-right fascist party whilst trying to maintain in Germany whilst trying to just deny all links to Nazism. Yeah. And it's you, a yeah. it's and I don't think they're up for it. 
<laughs> well, within <laughs> well, yeah, that's exactly within the AFD. This this is the big conflict, right? There's like how how do we how Nazi how, can we you know like because we obviously need some extremist voters to stay on our side, and so there are two camps in the AFD now, which is the 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 camp around Jörg Moiten, who's one of the leaders. He's more sort of trying to make them look more like a, a pragmatic party that can govern. And everyone else, including uh, people like Alice Weidel and Timo Kupola and Gauland, the other one, the, the older fellow, Alexander Gauland, they're he much more like sort of... the resuscitated kind of <laughs> spirit of he's sort of just... Okay. He's a, and also weirdly he's a he's a, like an Anglophile. He loves Britain and British things. He wears a tweed jacket does, everywhere yeah. because because he likes British things so much. Well, no wonder he loves fascism because <laughs> holy shit. <laughs> <laughs> and he has I like a he has think... like a really annoying tie with which has got golden retrievers on it. Have you seen that? Okay. Don't you touch golden retrievers, you horrible man. They're the most <laughs> loving dogs. Oh, we had a golden retriever when I was growing up and her name was Honeybun and she was the antonym of the AFD. I yeah. cannot think of two things further apart on this earth. <laughs> <laughs> Honeybun the golden retriever. Honeybun the golden retriever. She Alexander. was very, very lovely. And Alexander Garland so, is a terrible fascist. Yeah. Ugh. Okay, right. but not maybe doing so well. I guess we'll maybe see what happens in... Saxon Anhalt. Yeah, I mean that will again be a big sort of test to see what if people really think that the AFD are extremists or not, and whether they're still willing to vote for them. So that's that. All right. That's your election roundup. Well, there's going to be lots more of them. It's exciting. <laughs> yeah. Well, actually, because the next one is in Saxon Anhalt, and then the rest of them are all on the same day. They're all. All on... of them on the 26th of September. Yeah. Holy. So, Moly. So that's the Bundestag. Hope we're all still alive. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I just wanted to tell you exactly which elections are happening on the 26th. Okay, of September. go for it. Right. So not only the federal government. Mm hmm. The big lads. Yeah. It will be Berlin, Mecklenburg, Vorpommern, and Turingen are all voting on that Ooh, day. Ooh. That's so big. Three East German states. And the federal government. And I think Berlin also has local elections as well, do they? Like Yeah, they have. So the um, Bezirksverordneten Versammlungen are also voting on that day. Nice. Which means if you're a non-German passport holder like myself, you can vote. Yeah. It's exciting. You usually yeah. get a ballot automatically. Yeah, so you can vote for them who you want to be the mayor of Neukölln. Yeah. I don't know who the mayor of Neukölln is currently. Fuck. I should know that. <laughs> Anyway. Anyway, yeah. So there's that. And other news. Yes. I'm whipping through this, aren't I? I'm I don't know. To... <laughs> I've no conception of time at all anymore. So do you remember that there was a big scandal about a year ago with what was called the Hannibal Network? I do. Yes. And it came Not out... Not to be confused yeah. with Hannibal, who was one of the great Deutsch rap artists that Maisie introduced <laughs> us to. That's Hannibal with a Y, and it's really enjoyable. You should listen to his album. Right, yeah. Segway. Totally Sorry. different Hannibal. This is uh, <laughs> Hannibal, um, the pseudonym used on a WhatsApp group by a certain soldier. And when this sort of scandal came out and a lot of, a lot of these soldiers were implicated in it and they were basically preppers stockpiling weapons, um, not only in the armed forces, some of them in police, some of them were just uh, lawyers or just the different people. But a few of them... 
Uh, Just white men with some kind of connection to our legal and law enforcement and armed institutions. Great. They had access to weapons and ammunition. It turned out that a lot of them had been stealing these these things or just sort of when they were going on training or whatever and they were like putting a few packets of Semtex down their trousers and um, disappearing and then burying it in their garden along with all their Nazi paraphernalia. They were like, so they had Nazi paraphernalia. So it wasn't yeah. just like we are the nice kind of preppers that are just worried about coronavirus. No, no. They were. This is um, this was kind of a big scandal, and it was um, the Tats actually reported on this very extensively and really well. So there was a autel, a verdict last Friday for one of these people. He's called Philip S. That's a another name on our roster. No more Stefans. No more Philips soldier in the KSK, which is the elite commando force, like the anti-terrorism force of... Um, what? The anti-terrorism force? Oh, yeah, like when there's a... If there was a terrorist attack in Germany, then the KSK... It would be would, these lads. Yeah. We know this. Yeah. It's the right-wing lads. We can't keep having them chasing each other around because then nobody gets caught. Except he did get caught. Is he being made an example of as one of these right-wing terrorists that are Germany's major terrorist problem at the moment? Nazi people responsible for the murder of, of millions, or like, not millions of people. Well, depending on how far we go back. In the last two years, just awful, awful things. He got two-year suspended sentence for, and the law that he broke was illegally possessing weapons. He was not convicted on any terrorist charge or extremist charge. I don't even know what to say to that. Like, had- how, how much? He had a, a hole in his garden filled with weapons and Nazi things. Yeah, he had two kilograms of professional explosives, several thousand pieces of rifle and pistol ammunition, an AK-47, a crossbow, a smoke grenade, and various other firearms and firearm parts all buried in his garden. The court decided that he had broken the law because you're not allowed to have an AK-47 in your garden, but that was the only law that he'd broken. And um, yeah, and he has to leave the Bundeswehr. He's not allowed to be a soldier anymore. Oh, that's well, allow it. me to breathe a massive sigh of relief. That's unbelievable. That is unbelievable. Yeah, and it was. I I kind of missed this, but this was all like not really hardly reported because it no. was just like oh, that just happened. And quite a lot of things came out. A lot of soldiers had to testify in the um, during the court case, and they were asked about you know whether anyone had sort of noticed whether he was particularly Nazi, and they said, and they said no, we didn't really notice. I wonder why. <laughs> he, they said he was. They said he was conservative politically, and uh, <laughs> at one point, someone said that he was conservative like the CDU fifteen years ago. That was his definition of conservative, and that was it. That was there was like no. And then the 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 judge kind of in the argument basically said, "Yeah, well, you wouldn't expect a lot of left wing people to be in the army, would you?" It was it was just sort of there was a, a, a stunning. No, which is why we need to dismantle the entire institution, <laughs> my friends, and build it up so it actually serves the people. My God, that's a telling statement. That is. What do they think the role of the army and the police is? Just like hoarding weapons and closing down small alternative bars in Neukölln? Well, yeah, I don't know. Apparently, yeah. I mean, the, the, <laughs> the you might have heard there was this in, in Nordrhein-Westfalen, there was a quite a lot of discussion about whether or not how right wing certain police officers are. 
and uh, they did an inquiry and the inquiry concluded that yeah there were a few individuals who were a bit right-wing but there's nothing like a, like a Nazi network. That was the conclusion of the inquiry. Who did the inquiry? The state of North Rhine-Westphalia. Yeah. So Nazi Horderman, I, he, he gets two years suspended sentence. Brilliant. And he does have to leave the army because maybe we shouldn't be arming him to the teeth and allowing him <laughs> to prance about in a uniform saying that he's serving us. Exactly. Right. And also, this is the the, 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 the other like slight scandal with all this is that uh, about a year ago they announced an amnesty for if any soldiers had any weapon in their house that they weren't supposed to have there was going to be like a no questions asked amnesty and you could just bring them back and that'd be fine you know the guy who ordered that the officer whoever ordered that is now under pressure to resign because if this Philip S., this guy who was convicted uh, last Friday, if he had followed that amnesty, no one would ever have caught him. Like he, but he didn't follow the amnesty. But he could have just given his AK-47 back and it would have like, been... Guys, this no is not have... like school textbooks or library books yeah. that people have borrowed and then it's it's gone too far. These are people willingly... I obviously have loads of books from school Maybe even schools I don't work in anymore in my house, right? Because I've taken them home to read them and stuff. It's not like I've taken... Like, there's certain things you're just not allowed to take home. Like, AK-47s. I wouldn't be allowed to take my students home. There's none of them knocking about. Like, that would be deeply unethical and worrying. Right. And I should go to prison. Right. Uh, for more than two... For more than not going to prison for two years. <laughs> yeah. This is the um, uh, commander. He's called Markus Kreitmeier. He ordered this amnesty. He's a KSK commander. Yeah, I don't. It's a bit. It's a bit weird. And apparently, uh, according to these soldiers testifying, they said a lot of the time it is quite easy if you wanted to uh, during a training um, mission, training exercise to you know take a bit of take uh, put a bit of Semtex down your pants and walk home with it, and no one would really notice. He said, and yeah, so it is maybe a bigger problem than we know and the I'm bigger question I'm sure I know <laughs> I have some conception of the problem the bigger question is why would you do that like why would you take it home and obviously if you are taking it home you must be because in some at some level you do not trust the state of Germany you don't trust the democratic order yep you want to have guns and ammunition in your house in case you want to kill a lot of people at any point in the future but those questions are not asked by any prosecutors or the courts, in this case, the court. Well, they didn't point. ask him what he was going to do with it. No, this isn't like, well, well, they didn't say, they, they didn't, yeah, they, he said, uh, he said, I don't, the reason why he didn't give it back in the amnesty is because he didn't trust his commanding officers. Like, there was just no, there's no deeper... Interrogation of these systems. Curiosity about why someone would, like, ideologically not want to give the guns back well because he's a oh god this is just this is this is just endless yeah i don't even have to deal with the horror of this as somebody who is typically one of these horrible men's victims like it's just it's so awful how can you after all of that stuff about hannah and everything and the problem with right-wing extremism let this guy saunter off with such a bullshit sentence 
And I don't know, like, obviously, I understand that he wasn't charged with any of that. But that, again, why not? That just seems insane to me. Yeah, well, I mean, why would you have a court case like that if that is the point of these court cases is to find out more? They're but they're just, just not. And this is this is the thing. And we can, you know, the mainstream media and politicians can talk about never again and blah, 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 until they're blue in the face. But like, this is exactly the problems that we have. That we have these super conservative, super right wing guys with loads of access to, to, to weapons. And we're not even asking the right questions so that we could even deal with this in a meaningful way or learn anything from this. What we seem to have been is like, whoops a daisy, some lad had an AK-47 in his backyard, but he's, we told him not to do that. Yeah. And he's had to lose his job. Like what, what, what bigger questions of like soul searching as a country is that leading us to? Yeah, and as you said, like if it was any other ideology, if it was a, a, a oh, Muslim like, ideology, oh, or even like a, or like a Kurdish ideology, or you know, like Kurdish independent group or something, oh, like they'd be, they would be a terrorist charge straight yeah. away. Like the fact that you'd be, you you'd know, be done for planning a terrorist attack, even if they couldn't prove a particular attack, they would like, they would, you'd be done for it. Yeah. Anyway, do you want some good news? <sighs> I do. Yeah. How's your mega? Lovely. Oh, yeah. I'm, I get once you get used to it, it's. That's Fine. the way with Megas. You can really, you can really smash them. Sorry, apart from those gold corner ones that we had, remember that had yeah. like, they were. That was the worst thing I've ever tasted. Yeah. So don't do those ones, people. I mean, anyway. I have to say, you always bring a really good quality of Mega here. I am. You never, you never bring like a cheap knockoff one. No, it's because they're terrible. I did bring those gold corner ones, if you remember, and yeah. we could barely drink them. And it was like, I didn't think something good was happening. But now I'm like, I am I am a, an expert. I do. I just love them. I love them so much. Like, I, there's something about like the, the squatness of the can. I love a can. Like, I love a can of Coke. And you don't get the cans of Coke in this shape here. Yeah. Oh, God. I used to work in this mad school in London in our English department. And it was just wild. Like... It was Friday afternoon, the wheels were just coming off the wagon and then one of the English department would usually go out on the Diet Coke run and would like deliver it to your classroom and you'd be like sweating and red and like you were just trying to keep these kids alive until the bell rang. <laughs> <laughs> and then they'd just like bring you in a can of Coke and you're like, oh my God. Anyway, sorry, that was tangential. <laughs> um. <laughs> well, uh, yeah. Um. Good news? You said you had some good news for Well, me. it's nice news. It's the, the fact that um, Uslim Turecci and Ugo Shahin, the uh, two scientists who developed the BioNTech-Pfizer mm. vaccine, have been awarded with Germany's highest national honour today. Aww. The Knight Commander's Cross. What? <laughs> Don't ask me what it is in German. I'm looking at an English article. But that's what it's called. The Knight Commander's Cross. Oh, knight, like a K, like... Yeah. Oh, right. Not at night. I, yeah. <laughs> not, the Night Watchman. <laughs> I was like, ah, oh, no. what? No. Okay, that's good. That's lovely. And, and I think um, their vaccine is like, I really don't want to enter into the whose vaccine is better than anyone's because I will literally take anything, <laughs> anything you have going. And uh, yeah, so but theirs is very good, apparently. The Rolls very Royce. good, yeah. They, that's the one that everyone gets in America most of the time. Yeah, well, America and the UK have 
somewhat if you're being pernickety. Well, no, I'm pleased that loads of people are getting vaccinated there because their policies regarding corona seem to be just insane. So that's good. Good. They got their little medals of honor. Does Angie give you those? Or who gives them to you? Uh, Is it that man? Frank Walter? Frank Walter Stein. (laughs) Steinmeier? Yes. Way! The president of Germany. People always forget who the president of Germany is. Me particularly. Don't well, feel bad. It's partly because he doesn't really do very much. He's he's just has this sort of ceremonial role. Mm-hmm. And you don't really... There's not much... You're supposed to be kind of like a... What, what do you call it? Like a, like a moral authority for the country. Like you just, yeah. sort of, you just make you make pronouncements. He does a speech at Christmas and um, and then he gives awards to people. That's mainly what his job is. I'd like that job. <laughs> Maybe oh, they maybe. could give that to me. Well, actually, Kretschmann, Wienfried Kretschmann, the state premier, he's already, people are already talking about him being possibly the f- future president because it's the kind of thing that he would be good at. Okay. Like not- I also think I would be good at it. <laughs> and I would instigate a policy of you get your medal, the night watchman or whatever it's called, and you get a little, a crisp mega can. <laughs> Straight and out And maybe of the a fridge. hug if it's peacetime again. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, it's, it is nice the way the uh, Order of Merit is given. out. anyone can nominate someone for an Order of Merit in Germany. I'm going to nominate you, Conrad. And um, and then, yeah, you kind of, if you've done like loads of stuff for charity, then you can get nominated by someone and then... Um, That's nice. And they give out, you know, quite a few every year. But this is obviously quite a big one because they've saved a lot of people's lives. They so. absolutely have. They've, they've, that is, I hope they're very, very happy with their medals maybe enjoying a little mega can together in their marital home yeah um, with that lovely image yeah I'm not even finished my mega this is like oh yeah oh. no but thank you very much to the dwarf some boomers from dwarf yeah thanks very much it's funny to give it it's full title um and hopefully not looking at those numbers it might be a little while longer, but we will all at some point be able to go there for a delicious unpasteurized yeah. Pilsner Oakfell. Or and, a mega and, can in a glass. And sweat on the dance floor. It's very, very sweaty dance floor. Yes, yes. <laughs> it it really oh my god, I want to feel like other people's sweat in my face again. <laughs> like I really I really do. Oh, I can't wait. I cannot wait. But in the meantime, everyone, we've just got to batten down the hatches, masks on, megas in. Yeah. Stay healthy. Stay healthy. Thanks very much for listening. Thank you for listening. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. Bye.